0: Today, we've got back somebody in the show who has a reputation of being one of the most knowledgeable people in the industry when it comes to licensing. And he's going to be giving us tips on that, but he's also going to talk about how he recently exited his brand without exiting. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Two, three. <laughs> Are you a YouTube vlogger, blog writer, course creator, or other kind of influencer or educator? Maybe you just have a network of people interested in e-commerce. Did you know that you can earn commissions of 25% for life for everyone that you refer to Helium 10? We've got many partners earning hundreds, even thousands of dollars monthly in commission from Helium 10's partnership program. If you'd like to join our affiliate partner program, please go to h10.me forward slash crush it and tell them you heard about it from the podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And we've got a serious seller here back on the show for the first time in a while, Paul Miller. Paul, how's it going?
1: Hey, going great, uh, Bradley, great to be back again.
0: All right, it's great to have you here, and uh, we're gonna—we're not gonna go too much into your your backstory. For for those of you who want to to dive into that, uh, I wrote down the uh, episodes here that Paul has uh, been on. So, guys, uh, check out episodes uh, fifty uh, was the first time that he came on, and then he came back. On, uh, with one of his partners in crime and back in episode 196. So to get Paul's full backstory, which is very inspiring, you know, started Amazon business, you know, after multiple careers and really huge in licensing. And, you know, that's what he's known for possibly more than it, almost anybody else in the, in the Amazon industry. So real inspiring story. So make sure to give those a listen to, but um, you know, now we're, you know, in the episodes 400 already. So it's, it's been a, you know, a couple of years. So I just want to at first, uh, just catch up a little bit and, and see, uh, see what you've been up to the last couple of years.
1: Well, it's, uh, you know, it's a whirlwind, a roller coaster, and whatever else you want to call it out there, Bradley, you know, uh, cozy phones, um, is, you know, my primary brand it's, it's gone very well. Um, we, you know, did have been doing very well on Amazon since 2015. Uh, as I said, it's a roller coaster. I don't think we've talked through, you know, COVID was was a little rough for us because, you know, we are a headphone product, uh, but we're not really a headphone for distance learning. It's a uh, headband headphone. And it's mostly, you know, our target audience is probably closer to three to six-year-olds, doesn't have a microphone. So it's, It really wasn't one of those headphone products that blew up during COVID. And as a matter of fact, we kind of got lost during COVID in terms of search results. So that was uh, definitely challenging for us. Um, But overall, uh, we got through it. Here we are uh, around the end of COVID, I guess, or it was uh, actually not the end, but it was around around 2020, uh, we actually went to a new strategy. Uh, with cozy phones, where we actually licensed the cozy phones brand out to another uh, manufacturer, uh, so that they could sell it for us. Okay, so it's
0: that's that's almost kind of like um, you know, like like re- reversal, not not reversal. I don't know what the word I'm <laughs> looking for, like not reversal of fortunes, but kind of like the the opposite of what most people think. You. You, before you know, were, we're paying and things for the license for you know, like known brands, but then you kind of are licensing out your own brand, and so that's something I probably we've never talked about on this show. So, so let, let let's let's dive into that a little bit and see yeah, how in the world did you come po- up with that idea in the first place?
1: <laughs> well, I actually posted about it the other day. I said, How I exited without. Exiting. So, okay, let's talk um, about this that. This is actually a common thing um, for a lot of brands, not so much in our world. Let me mm-hmm. explain it to you. So, obviously, we talked a lot about licensing when we take a product like, you know, the one that I always show you here again. This is the Star Trek pizza cutter, right? This is not my product, but it's yep. a great example, right? So, uh, these folks, Think Geek, came out with this product. They licensed. Star Trek to put on their product. Star Trek in that case would be the licensor and they were the licensee and they made this Think geek pizza cutter, which sold millions of dollars worth, right? Mm-hmm. That's the same thing that I did with cozy phones. I had my cozy phones. Uh, we did a deal with um, Nickelodeon, Paw Patrol, Hasbro, and others. And we put their characters. I was the licensee. They were the licensor. Well, I wasn't really looking for this opportunity, but I stumbled across it. One of my wholesalers, who was buying and selling his specialty gift stores, um, I was talking to him about it, and and they sell a lot, and they're in a lot of distribution channels. They said uh, I was, and we were just having conversation about the difficulties of running the business on your own. You know, doing everything that we do, supplying the inventory, the manufacturing, and the cash requirements for our growing company. And he said, would you ever consider licensing it? And, and I, I was like, well, you know, what do you mean? He said, yeah, well, I do that with some people, brands or inventors who have ideas or established brands, he will actually do a license say, look, let me take over everything. You're just going to give me the rights to manufacture and sell this brand in, in different marketplaces. You can decide what it is. I'll do everything and I'll just pay you a royalty. You don't have to worry about anything else. I'm like, wow. <laughs> and I don't have to give up any equity? No, no, no. Just It's just a license. And I'm even going to guarantee you, based on your success in the past, I'm going to guarantee you a minimum annual amount that I'll pay you. But if we do more than that, you'll get more because it's a percentage of sales. So I thought lo- I thought long and hard about it. I can explain some of the advantages of why I did it. But we went ahead and executed that in 2020. And uh, basically now, you know, I moved brand registry over, gave them access to brand registry. Uh, They're doing a phenomenal job for us on Amazon, getting into new channels, things that I just could not have done on my own.
0: Interesting, interesting. All right, so let's break it down a little bit further as far as what's involved and, and not involved like like are you you know are you tra- you know are you do you transfer ownership like in amazon you know to them or or you just gave them an admin account you know to the you know account like are you know are do you do anything at all in the well, account either as so far as a day-to-day I, or decision making or anything
1: no they pretty much i i'm i'm there as an advisor I help in marketing. Of course, you know, I've run the brand myself in my own Amazon account for years. So I still look at, I look at Helium 10 keyword rankings all the time, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, for example, you know, and I'm, and I see something slip or something going, going crazy. I'll just ping them and say, Hey, I noticed this happening. This happened to me in the past, you know, what's going on, things like that. But I, I'm not really involved on a daily basis. I help with new designs. As far as the Amazon account goes, they run themselves uh, multiple Amazon accounts, and they wanted to run it in their own Amazon account. So I had to transfer. They do have admin access to my mm. account because there are certain things, you know, uh, for example, when it comes to um, you know having contributor rights or updating yep. Yep. listings and so forth. It's it's sometimes easier to do it out of the original account, but they run it out of their own accounts. And, uh, they send me the sales reports and there was a time, for example, when we were both selling, because I had inventory in my account and they were ordering new inventory. Uh, and there's such a, you know, these, these guys are in the kids and toy space and they also have a, um, sourcing company huh. in, in China. So they actually, uh, got my cost of goods down. About thirty percent over what I was paying, because they're already in the toys and kids space, and they're you know very deep in in China sourcing. So they pretty much saved the royalty that they're paying me just by getting a lower cost of goods. Did they take
0: over the the licensed brands too, like like the Nickelodeon stuff and Paw Patrol, everything uh, that was being manufactured under? Cozy yes. Phone?
1: Yeah. Well, actually, I they don't take it over because I'm not giving them ownership. And I had Hmm. to be the man still be the manufacturer of record on that because that's my licensing contract. And so I'm still, you know, still the owner of the brand. I still have to maintain those licenses, but they're just, they're, they're my authorized distributor, if you will.
0: Okay. Now, you know, now that you've been doing this for, you know, a a little bit and, and before that, you know, you had a lot of experience just in the more traditional exit uh, you know, category of of Amazon businesses that that you know people know about. So, what would you say if somebody were to ask you about the pros and cons of both methods, like doing the traditional way, like hey, just exiting completely, uh, you know, either to an aggregator or to somebody else, or doing it this method? I'm sure both sides have pros and cons.
1: Yeah, and and so I, you know, I was kind of being tongue in cheek, exit without exiting. I'm exiting the daily work and and all yeah. the stress and cash flow and all that, um, but. The reason I like this is that um, they're actually, you know, they, they've got skin in the game. They're, they want to grow the brand too. But at the end of the licensing period, w- whether I extend or whether I sell to them, which is highly likely, you know, they're helping to build equity in the brand. And I'm taking a lot of the risk off the table. Um, so I really like the model. And, um, it's, you know, worked out well for me.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Now, you know, th- this came upon you because like, I think, like you said, he, he was one of your your wholesalers or something, but, but how does somebody purposely get, you know, like, like go uh, pursue a deal like this? Yeah. Like you, you were, you were the one who was pursued because you had relations with this guy, but like, are there, you know, brokers out there who, who, who do this or websites Absolutely, or anything? Yeah, there are,
1: there are people, um, uh, I'll give you one uh, example right now. And it's uh, not exactly the same, but Invent Right with Stephen Key. Um, I've been on his podcast before, but he teaches inventors how to sell or license their ideas to big players. So, um, you know, I can think of a few different products that I've seen. It's just, you know, Google invent, right? he's got a great YouTube channel and they teach people how to license their products to others. But we as Amazon sellers, brand owners who already have success, we've even got a better model than that. Cause the, in typically a company who would take on say your invention or your modified product, whatever it is, they're going to take risk because it's not been proven in the market. We as brand owners, we've already been proven in the market. Now here's what's really cool. Imagine I'm going to use the toy company business because, you know, I that's what I know. But imagine you've got a great selling toy and you really know how to do Amazon, but you don't know how to do anything else. If you were to partner with a big company, toy company, I'll use Hasbro as an example, a toy and game company, they've already got all the distribution everywhere they're everywhere that you want to be, right? So you yeah. could partner with them and say I'm going to license it to you guys and I'm going to get uh, you know 5% of all wholesale sales for example. And you can you've got th- these markets A, B and C. They're just dropping you into their distribution that they already have. You don't have to go figure that out, right? So you might be able to you know 5x your sales from what you're doing on Amazon. Now, here's what I want said, I uh, referred to earlier about Amazon. And I made this mistake early on. I licensed my brand to go into brick and mortar with a toy company, and mm-hmm. it didn't work out. And part of one of the reasons it didn't work out is because they only had the certain lane of brick and mortar, and they did not have Amazon. And Amazon, you know, you'll know this, you do this all the time. Probably you go into a store, you see an item, and you buy it on Amazon later right? And so that can be a real problem when you're either going direct wholesale to retailers or you're licensing your brand out to somebody else because you're basically competing with them. And so that's why, for example, in my particular case, my partner wanted 100%. They want Amazon and everything else. And the other example that I gave you where it didn't work out, we were that company for about a year and a half, and they just weren't that. It wasn't. It was hard for them to sell because I was on Amazon. People were buying. They'd go out and represent it in the stores or whatever, and people would buy it on Amazon. I get that sale. They don't. So there's a lot of nuances. Sure. But to your, your your question about you know consultants, yes, there are consultants that will help you out there. InventRight is a great place to start. You really think um, you have an opportunity like that, somebody could you know ping me on LinkedIn or 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 send me an email, Paul at cozyphones.com. I spoke to a lady yesterday just because I had been posting on LinkedIn, she reached out to me. she got a phenomenal game for kids. She's been doing it, got great distribution, two warehouses, uh, doing it for a long time, but she knows she's gone up to her limit of how much she can do. And she wants to do a license with somebody else, mm-hmm. so that's kind of how it works. And so there are, there's definitely, like I said, invent rights a good place to go, but there's other ways to get out in the marketplace.
0: Okay. Now, you know, I know you said, hey, you know, you're still a little bit in it. You know, you're checking keyword tracker and stuff to see, you know, how how you know how the company is doing. But I would just venture to guess that I don't know what ninety plus percent of Of your time is back on your plate as far as, you know, when you were fully running the business and in the day to day, like, would that be an accurate uh, statement or like how much?
1: 100%. And the stress is like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) the stress is off my plate, too, you know, and the and the funding and sending the wires out to the manufacturer, the logistics, all of that. In my now, case, what are you,
0: what are you doing with all that extra extra time? Like, like, are you you know thinking about you know starting another brand, or are you just like enjoying life, uh, well, traveling actually, more? What, yeah. What's going on?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of uh, trying to figure it out. I got a few things going on. I definitely um, I've been doing some licensing consulting with folks. I like that because it's I do like you said. You know, I've kind of gained this reputation, this expertise in licensing over time. And it's really fun to see uh, some other people be real successful. Uh, Last year, I led a trip uh, to the Licensing Expo uh, with about 20 sellers. In Vegas? Yeah, in in Las Vegas, right? We took them out there. And at least two deals that I know of came out of that trip. I'm going to do that again this year. So if anybody's uh, interested, hit me up. It's going to be in June this year to the Licensing Expo. And so I'm kind of, you know, training some people up before we go out there so they know what to look for, right? Uh-huh. And those companies, by the way, those companies that are out there, can they can be a licensee or a licensor. Again, so let's say it's a big toy company. You could, uh, you might license your product to them for distri- bigger distribution, or you say Nickelodeon is out there or some other entertainment Hasbro is out there and you want to license their characters to put on yours. I'm mm-hmm. again, I'm talking about the kid's product cause I know, I know all, all about that, but licensing goes well into, you know, adults and sports and things like that. Yep. So that's kind of what I'm working on and I am working on, uh, my next brand, which is going to be really fun and complimentary to cozy phones. Uh, and I think this is really interesting. The concept is that, you know, we I've kind of built up an expertise of selling multi-channel to this particular audience. So I'm working on a product that's going to be uh, specific to that audience. So hopefully, you know, they, they like cozy phones. It's the same kind of person who would be the buyer for cozy phones.
0: Okay. Now what's it take for you to like say, you know what? Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, you know, take it easy now. Cause you know, it sounds like you're, you're keeping busy. You're, you're, you know, I, I get to kind of like uh, play around with people's ages a little bit more, since since most people haven't even had a <laughs> heart attack, heart attack like myself. So like you know, but but you're 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 like you know to, to the age where some people are like, hey, you know, I, I think I want to retire around this time. Uh, other people, you know, that you know like like Gary V talks about all the time, like hey, you, you, you're in your, your you get to your sixties, seventies. Like hey, I know eighty year old entrepreneurs and, and stuff. It's like you know you do you stay in the game if if it motivates you, but at the same time, like do you have an exit of sorts in mind of when you're like gonna just like you know take it easy because you know you might have had that chance you know after this exit without exiting deal that you did where you're gonna probably just decide you know what, i'm just gonna take it easy maybe retire and travel the world and stuff but but it sounds like you're staying busy and now you're gonna restart it like have you ever thought sat and thought about like what's what's the end game for you as far as uh, amazon goes
1: yeah i mean my goal is and I don't think I'm there yet is what I call just financial independence. So I can decide to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, right now I'm, I'm feeling great. Uh, I know you had me on a podcast or something as one of the oldest and youngest <laughs> sellers at one yeah, time. That's right. yep. 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 <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I, right I got now a lot I of, go I got up. a
0: lot of feedback by the way. Uh, after that you know like you inspired uh, a lot of people who are like ah oh, you know I'm not, i don't want to get into this because i think i'm too old to to start you know
1: yeah maybe uh, that's why you show them know it. the amazon old 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 guys group or something yes so. yes
0: you got to start that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well i'm gonna start a new brand uh so that'll be fun at 60 uh so we'll see you know um i i I want to have flexibility in my life you know there's so many one of the greatest things about you know being on amazon and it's like going out to your conference for example and hanging out with people that i like and people are always having uh these conferences in exotic locations so you get to travel and mix it in with business so that's phenomenal for me mm-hmm. uh i i think i would really miss that if i just said i'm going to retire i'm not going to be involved anymore plus you know it's really really satisfying uh, to help people, you know, learn new stuff and go places where they couldn't have gone before, you know. Yeah, and sure. to say to somebody, you know, you really had an impact on my life and my business. And um, we've got a couple of common friends, which I don't have their permission to mention their names, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I helped them in licensing and really helped to grow their business, you know. And that's that's phenomenal, you know. I really like that. So um, I, I don't have any plans right now i would like at some point to be able to really like take like month-long trips with my wife or whatever mm-hmm. uh, but that's not where i'm at yet all right you know
0: there's no right age or wrong age to to quote unquote retire or to you know stay your busiest so you do what works for you and and speaking of that before we get back into the strategy here you know something um i've been focusing on this year with my guests that i haven't much in the past uh and this obviously has to do with you know you know personal health and things like that is I like asking people what are their their habits for for keeping up their you know physical mental health their hobbies uh, and, and things so what about you like what's what are some of your hobbies where you kind of can escape the um, you know the business or the Amazon world for a little bit like what what do you do for that and like what are do you have any healthy habits whether we're talking about physical health eating health <laughs> you know mental health that that that's part of your your strategy or, or your kind of like routine? that you, well, you can share
1: with others. I'm not very good at, at hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> I would say setting setting time aside for hobbies, I'm not very good at that. Um and guess what? Uh, that's
0: that's one of the reasons why I asked this question because I think most entrepreneurs and myself too, you know, like we get so into it that like we don't make time, you know, you know for, for hobbies and stuff. So I, I, I like I, I think know, I should
1: I think I should I I feel like I need to try pickleball. <laughs> i'm yeah. i'm pickleball age right so <laughs> uh i'd like to maybe get into pickleball a little bit um i don't you know i i think really honestly um amazon is kind of my hobby i spend my spare time learning stuff on amazon and e-commerce and thinking about new ideas and products i've got you know here in my office i've got a bunch of product samples that i've looked at and tear apart and i enjoy i enjoy that stuff um the thing i did try something new in the last two years and that was fantasy football and um Mm. i'm not like a huge football fan but um let's just say i didn't didn't come in first i came in um mm, more towards the tail end but i did much better this year than last year
0: (laughs) And I bet you now know like, you know, 10 times as much as far as individual football players and stuff and, and exactly. what teams are doing than, than yeah. before. Yep, okay, fantasy yeah, so football, I like
1: that's, that's good. A, uh, I think uh, though, I, I, I really do believe I should be more intentional about hobbies, uh, yeah. about really doing something, you know, for myself. Uh, I, as you know, I, I also developed another product. It was kind of fun, hobby-like um, this last year. Um, One of my really good friends in in my neighborhood, a couple that we travel with, we went to the Kentucky Bourbon Trail, right? And I found that fascinating. And so not not that my hobby is drinking bourbon, but I hang out with a lot of guys who really enjoy, you know, tasting bourbon and picking up special bourbons. And so we, uh, along with my buddy, I created a game called Bourbon Trek, and it's a bourbon trivia game. Mm-hmm. So I launched that last year. Um, it did well and it's got great reviews and that was fun. And it was kind of like a more of a passion project project than, you know, there's going to be yeah. a million dollar project, but now I realize uh, 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 that it's probably a bigger opportunity in retail specialty than it mm-hmm. is on Amazon. So I'm trying to learn how to get that out and partner with people to get in that and wider distribution. So that's back to, you know, just learning, learning new things. I guess that kind of excites me.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Good to know. Now uh, back to the strategies, you know, now now what what's, what's new or different about the traditional licensing and things, uh, you know, uh, here in 2023, uh, when I say traditional licensing, kind of like what you did with Nickelodeon, you know, before, like, and you said you've been helping other sellers uh, do that. Like what's working these days? What's not working? Like, how would you suggest people to get started so first of all just give us i mean again you don't have to say the name of the you know the person who who doesn't maybe want their brand you know known or anything but but like what what's a, a uh an example you can give us uh, of the potential of doing this you know like right. for example hey there was somebody who was selling a million dollars a year they hit a wall but we did we opened up a license with a known brand and now they're doing three million here. or just yeah. can you give us an example of what's the potential here and then like what's some strategies on how to get started
1: yeah um Let's see. So, you know, we went with, I went with a good friend of mine to the licensing show three years ago. And, um, you know, he was very interested. He took an approach of, uh, let me see what licenses are out there and then let me make a product for that license. So, um, unfortunately, I don't know the sales numbers. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I I helped him get started. Uh, You know, major personality in our in our world, and uh, he created a, an awesome product. So I haven't got his permission yet to use it as an example. He does talk about it, uh, so I can't use that one. Sorry, that's just a tease. Not, no problem. I had somebody else uh, who I helped was in the party supply business, and uh, she got a major license, uh, major kids entertainment company. And so you can imagine, you're in, if you're in kids party supply, and you get a major license with I'm going to go back to Nickelodeon or whatever, right? You can make all these different paper party supplies with Nickelodeon. So that really extended her business much farther than it was before. Uh, So those are examples. Now, um, you know, uh, in terms of licensing trends um, and things, there's a lot of consolidation out there. Like Viacom has bought up a lot of different uh, entertainment properties and The deals are a little harder to get when when it comes to the big boys because there's a lot that goes into um, creating a license. Uh, You know, there's a lot of back and forth legal and then there's there's back and forth accounting and things that happen with the licensor and licensee. And so they're looking for bigger uh, minimum guarantees. And that is, you know, that's the that's the royalty that you have to give them over the life, uh, over the life of the contract. And so it's not easy to get into the big entertainment brands right now. They're, they're requiring bigger minimum guarantees. And, uh, you know, those guarantees, you have to pay them whether you sell one item or not. So, you know, they're looking, they'll look at your product and a lot of times they're going to ask, Hey, what's your sales and, and what are you, what's your distribution? Because mm-hmm. they want to make sure that you're getting out there in multiple channels, sometimes not just Amazon. Some of them will do just Amazon. But they want to make sure that their product's going to get out there and be in front of yeah. customers everywhere.
0: Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. Now, what about, I mean, it, it, could, it could be about licensing or it could be about anything. But as you know, on this show, we always ask for our... Uh, actually, the last time you were on the show, it was the 30 second tip, but but we, we we go up to 60 second now. We call it the SST. So, what are some 60 second tips? You know, maybe you can give us a couple. Um, you know, about anything in the Amazon or any other uh, thing that you feel confident about that that you know some of our users can implement in their own businesses.
1: What I'm really excited about right now is creating the product uh, that is complementary to the product I already have, mm-hmm. and then using something like DSP. To be able to remarket to those people, so mm-hmm. you know DSP Demi- uh, Amazon demand side platform can go and look at all of your you know past transactions and your customers that have looked at your products on Amazon, and then you can remarket them on and off Amazon. So imagine if you have a complementary product to what you've already done, even if it's a diff- different brand, but you've got that history and that uh, that that. Yeah. The data in your Amazon account, you can remarket to those folks. So I'm excited about that as, as an approach to uh, launching new products. Uh, but I'm sure there's plenty of people that have already thought about that.
0: Interesting. Okay. Hey, you know, like I, I haven't done that, uh, done that much, but that, that's, that's a good, that's a, uh, that that's a good one uh, for sure. Rest of this year, you know, f- for you, what, what's your, what's your goals? You know, like wh- wh- what are you going to do with that bourbon, you know, game? Um, <laughs> what, Like, uh, you know, do you have a timeline of when you're gonna start that other brand you you were talking about? Um what you know, like if we were to talk, you know, we were running to each other at a conference at the end of the year, what would you be like? Yeah, or what would you like to be able to tell me uh that you accomplished uh for the rest well, of this year?
1: I think uh I think the most exciting it's really three things. I'm helping people with the licensing. Uh, the bourbon bourbon trek, um which uh is fun. It's it, I, I kid with people. We're the number one bourbon trivia game on Amazon. Now we're the only one, but still we're number one. (laughs) Uh (laughs) And this was like a complete, this was not the, not our typical Amazon model, right? This is creating something from scratch that didn't exist before, Uh, but it was really fun and it's super unique in its category. There's nothing like it, but it, it hits that person, you know, who's looking for bourbon gifts or whiskey gifts. We do great during the holidays but what i'm excited about doing with that is partnering up with somebody else and i've identified a couple of folks who have a big line of bourbon and whiskey related products and they have the distribution already it's kind of the same thing but i'm going to partner with them as a distribution partner not a license and you know they're already say selling to you know 400 distilleries in Kentucky because every distillery as a gift shop right and so i'm looking forward to getting those into retail uh that way and through the other um call them catalog channels online channels and i'm focusing more on that particular thing more like on a wholesale thing i'm selling wholesale and then they'll sell retail so i'm excited about like getting that distribution out and then this other uh, product that i mentioned which is a complementary product so we-, we should have that launched we're like in sampling stage now, so that'll be probably summer launch, and then ho- should be good for holidays.
0: All right, cool, cool. All right, now, um, if, if people want to reach out, you know, to you, I know you're you're always you know up for uh, you know helping people out. Uh, how can they find you on the interwebs out there?
1: Okay, so if anybody wants to go to the licensing show this year, uh, best way to get me is on LinkedIn because then we can stay in contact. Okay, so just and you can just. You can either Google Paul Miller Cozy Phones or go to LinkedIn and search in Paul Miller Cozy Phones. Get with me on LinkedIn. If you don't use LinkedIn, you can email me, paul at cozyphones.com. Always happy to talk about licensing. Um, You know that I've got a licensing course out there. So if it's appropriate, I'll recommend that to somebody. Um, Really looking forward to also helping people more on this other side of licensing that we talked about. So you're the licensor, like what I did with cozy phones. And, you know, there's these, (laughs) the licensees are excited about that. They don't, you know, you bring them a proven product that said, I've did X on Amazon and, but they've got 10 other channels they can sell it in. That's a good deal for them too. So, you know, I like connecting those people up.
0: Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, Paul, uh, your homework for the next time, you know, next year you come on this show is I want you to be able to tell me that you are f- doing a hobby consistently uh, <laughs> now and making sure to take right. that that time off that, that you deserve and, and all of us need. So, so thanks for coming back here, Paul, and, and look forward to uh, to linking up with you in the future.
1: Thanks a lot, Bradley.